0: on Local Now, Channel 525.
1: This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake I will not keep silent For Zion's sake I'll not hold my peace Welcome to believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
2: Bless the Lord. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
0: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
2: Junie, here we are again. We just started the week and another week has gone by. So this is the concluding teaching on a subject that I find very significant for all of us. That's fruit that brings glory to God. And we've spoken from many scriptures this week, and we hope you have heard these verses. We spoke from uh, Matthew
1: 5.16,
2: which says, Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works. Glorify your Father in who is in heaven. We can bring glory to God by being fruitful We also spoke from Matthew 7.16, which very briefly says, You shall know them by their fruits. We looked at John 15, the very familiar verses, where I am the vine, you are the branches. And the branches need to bear fruit. Verse 8 in John 15 says, By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. We looked at Psalm 1 and Jeremiah 17, which showed that a man or a woman bearing fruit is compared to a tree whose roots go down to the water, streams of water. Yesterday we spoke about Matthew, the parable about the sower and the seed, and showed that if we don't receive the word rooted in our heart, uh, we're not going to be able to stand, we won't be fruitful. If we're more concerned about the cares of the world and the cares of the kingdom, we're not going to be fruitful. But the word must go down deep into our hearts so we could bear fruit and bring glory to our Lord
0: and we have also spoken during the course of this week how the word is Jesus himself made flesh and the need to really be born again and we even brought out Shelley that the new covenant written in Jeremiah 31:31 31, 31 was uh, that God would give a new covenant by giving a new heart and he would write his law on our heart. And it wouldn't be like on Mount Sinai, the the heart of stone where he wrote the law, but it would be in the new heart. And why? Because Jesus would come and live in our heart. And Jesus is the end of the law, not meaning that the law stops, but that when we follow the Torah, we will find the Messiah. So we need his life in us. And it's through his life, Shelley, that we bear fruit And when we yield our will and our life to the Messiah, then the fruit of our life will be his life. And that's so important, isn't it?
2: It sure is. Well, if you have your Bibles now, turn with us to John chapter 12. We're going to read beginning in verse 20. Now there were certain Greeks among those who were going up to worship at the feast. These therefore came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and began to ask him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip came and they told Jesus. Verse 23, And Jesus answered them saying, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit.
0: And you know, Shelley, there's another a scripture similar to that that we find in Romans chapter 7, verse 4. Therefore, the listeners of For Zion's Sake, (laughs) no, it doesn't say that. It says, therefore, my brethren, you also were made to die to the law through the body of Messiah or of Christ so that you may be joined to another, to him, meaning to Yeshua, to Jesus, who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. So bearing fruit for God comes from the life of the Messiah that lives in our new heart. He is the fulfillment of the law.
2: Hallelujah. Obviously, Junie, we all know, especially from the verses in John 12, that that which the Lord was speaking about was his own crucifixion. But it has so much application to each one of us are we willing to come to our own death a giving up of denying ourselves taking up our cross and following him have we crucified our own nature the bible says we have been crucified with christ nevertheless we live we live by the faith of the son of god we are living in newness of life and that newness of life the resurrected life of the lord in us through the power of his holy spirit will bear much fruit and ultimately bring glory Much glory to God.
0: And we see in Romans 7 at the end of verse 6, it says, we serve in newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. So the letter of the law brings death, but the Spirit brings life.
2: Amen, amen, amen. And you know, Junie, one of the most important uh, aspects of bearing fruit really comes from the fact that we cannot come to God, we cannot know Him, unless we take the first step, and that first step is repent. Repent in both Hebrew and Greek means to change our mind and to turn around. And the word speaks that our lives should bear fruit, meet for repentance. Or it says, in keeping with repentance. So if we really have repented, our lives should begin to bear fruit.
0: And you know, for a Jew, that's really big. Because tell, tell Jewish people... It, right? Do not believe in Jesus. So, to believe in Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God, the King of the Jews, and the Savior of the world, we really have to have our mind changed, don't really, we, Shelley? Really. We have to repent.
2: And you know, you spoke, I think it was yesterday, Junie where we cannot be conformed to the world, but we need to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. Our mind has to change. And if we're living still in the wisdom of the world, our own wisdom, which uh, uh, James writes, is earthly, sensual, and devilish, we're not gonna bear fruit for the Lord, but we need the fruit of the spirit to lead our lives. Fruit, meat for repentance. In other words, when people see us, they need to see a new person, really. Maybe physically we look alike, but there should be a glow about us. Our mentality changes. We're not living in the wisdom of the world. We're living in the newness of life, which brings glory to our God. And now, Junie, let's turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Let's look at verses 8 and 9.
0: For you were formerly darkness... But now you are light. Yes, Lord. In the Lord, walk as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists of all goodness and righteousness and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead, even expose them. Hallelujah. So that's very powerful, Shelley to walk in the light as he's in the light, and then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin.
2: It's powerful, Junie. So when you take these two portions of Scripture, Ephesians 5, 8, and 9, and combine it with what we read from um, uh, from Romans 7, 4, and John 12, 24, that bearing fruit is going to come forth when we have truly... From the heart changed our lifestyle. When the old man is dead and the newness of life comes into it, we will bear fruit because the word is deeply embedded in our heart. We are filled to overflowing with the spirit and we shall see that we are bearing fruit and that means we're bringing glory to God. And I think we said it on the very first day of this week, Junie. Why are we created? Why have we been put forth on this earth? For one purpose, and that is to bring glory to God. You know, Junie. Let's just summarize what we've shared this week, so our people, so our listeners, can go away with very practical things to do. How do we bear fruit in our lives that will bring glory to God? Number one, we need to abide in Him, and we saw that, of course, in John 15. Secondly, we need to let our light shine. When our light shines, we will be involved in the work of God and others will see it and they will begin to glorify God. Another way we can bear fruit is to be diligent in the word. You know, I think of the scripture in Psalms, uh, Junie. Thy word is a light to my path. We need to see the light guiding us all through the day as well as in the night. We need to be diligent in the word and let the word come into our beings. From Jeremiah we learn that the only way to be fruitful and to glorify God is to trust in the Lord and go so far as believing the word that says and making the Lord our trust. These are all things that bring glory to to the God that we serve and love.
0: And really, Shelley, that is the faith, to trust and believe God. Because if we even see at the beginning when God spoke to Abraham and told him, that he would um, have an inheritance from his own loins, that it would come from him when he was close to a hundred, and Sarah was uh close to ninety years old, and Abraham laughed, but it says he believed God, and it was counted unto him as righteousness, so really, the faith is believing. God, when He speaks to us, that was really impossible natural, naturally, Shelley, because Abraham's body was as good as dead, and Sarah was past the years of childbearing, and she was barren. So, we really see that fruit comes in our life when we believe God for what He speaks to us, and His intervention in our life allows the impossible to be possible. Because when we believe God, nothing is impossible with God.
2: Hallelujah! And along with that, Junie, I just want to tap into what you read about Ephesians 5, 8, and 9. It says, you were formerly darkness. In other words, that's past tense. We cannot go by what we feel or what we think or what we see. What does the word of God say? You were formerly darkness, but now, hallelujah, but now you are light in the world. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. That is what we are. That is what the Word of God makes us. That's what the Word of God tells us. Now it's up to us. Are we willing to walk this out so that we can be fruitful and bring glory to our God? Hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Lord.
2: This being Friday, we want to once again, as is our tradition, identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen and recite the Shema, the heartbeat of our Jewish people. And if you know it, please, say it along with us.
0: Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad.
2: Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is is one. Father, we bless your holy name. We
0: thank you, Lord. We pray
2: for our people Israel, that the blinders would be taken off their eyes. We pray for the church yes. of the living God, the church that the Lord is building. Yes. To come alive to the things yes. of God, alive dead to the, Lord. to the things of the world, that we would be light in this world, that all darkness has passed from us, and we could bear much fruit and bring glory to a holy God. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us this evening.